Hi. Um, hey, everybody. Uh, welcome to the Safe Word Podcast on the show today. Um, Jonathan Kite is here all the way from Los Angeles, who he moved there in 2004? Three. Three. Yeah. Three. I got there in 2000. First of all, the first time I ever went to Los Angeles was fall of 2001. And I don't know if you caught the tail end of Dublin's which was across from Miyagi's. Yeah, of course. Um, I never, I was you never just there. Missed it. But everyone, when I got to town, there people were still doing stand up at Miyagi's, but Dublin's was no longer a thing. Yeah, that was weird. I, you know, I've talked to Jay about that. Davis, who's the uh, curator, promoter, yeah, comedian who started the Dublin's Tuesday nights, I think, on Sunset Boulevard. You know, a stone's throw from the Laugh Factory and the Comedy Store. He had this weekday show that was like, first of all, I don't know, Judy Brown was my manager at the time in early 2000s. And she said, listen, uh, we're going to bring you down to this hot spot. It's at an Irish pub. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah. I'm going to bomb at a, a LA open mic. Yeah. And then wash dishes to get out of there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and I'm all like, I'm trying to like make some real, I know I got limited time in LA because yeah. I'm not a, a legal person. I'm coming up for the, the pilot season aspect of it for auditions yet. I know every time I go on, on stage in 2001 in Hollywood, I better land on my feet. I better be a good set. And this is before, I mean, I you know, I don't know if people understand. This is before bar shows were like a thing. Yeah. Like Miyagi's was this sushi place that's still there, but it's pink taco. Yeah. And it was sort of a, a staple of the LA culture mm. and Dublin's became that. But now if somebody says we're doing a cool bar show, you don't know, Chappelle could be on it. But yeah. back then, it yeah. just felt like we're doing comedy in a bar. Yeah. Nobody, nobody really, because it was LA... Jay created, a, first of all, he worked at the Roxbury. He told me this, and we're going to get to Vince Vaughn in a minute. Yeah. Um, Wild West Comedy Tour, yeah. blah, 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 you know, on and on. Jay was a bartender. So he would solicit, is that the word? People to come out to his show. Email addresses, phone numbers. Yeah. He had all these celebrities coming through. Vince Vaughn. He was like a Jehovah's Witness. Totally for comedy. Yeah, for comedy, yeah, and yeah, he, yeah. he is a God-fearing man and a, a Miami Dolphins fan. Diehard. Yeah. From Florida. It's uh, annoying. As somebody who has no faith or uh, investment in any sports teams. I thought you were going to say no faith in the Dolphins. Mm. I heard they're uh, terrible. The only reason I even know that that's a football team, 
uh, is um, Ace Ventura. Ace Ventura. Yeah, yeah. That which is uh, we're gonna go through a rabbit hole of uh, our favorite Canadians because this is the only way we get the brag is in show business. 100%. We like to point ourselves out. Hey, Look, Paul Schaefer has this great thing that he. I'm mean, sure a lot of Canadians say this, but he goes, the moment somebody brings up that they're Canadian, the Canadians in the room be like, you know, John Naismith was Canadian. Oh, is it that bad? <laughs> when said. Schaefer says it, it's like the president of the United States. Yeah, you yeah. can't, even any, no one has as much, Paul Schaefer has more respect in Canada than any politician would. I believe that. <laughs> so yeah, if Paul's that. saying it, yeah, because we do the backpack. You know we, who's from Cornwall, Ontario? Ryan Gosling. Ryan, Ryan's actually from Burlington, Ontario. Oh, really? Mm. He said in an interview, Cornwall. Did he say Cornwall? Yeah. He probably lived there for a short time because Burlington is kind of upper middle class. Uh, yeah, he folk. said he grew up in a trailer park. Okay, that would be Cornwall. Would you say Cornwall? Cornwall, I think is yeah. what he said. Yeah, that's on terrible. The, on the late show. It's terrible. It's near uh, Peterborough, Ontario, because I remember you'd go north from Toronto mm. and you do Cornwall and then you do Peterborough and a Wednesday night in Cornwall at some sports bar it was roadhouse it was either like wow that was the best show I've had this week uh or bring the car around yeah and every time you'd go there you know it was going to be one or the other so you're constantly in angst and there was once you it was like doing a black audience in Detroit. There was no recovery. Once you started sinking, they would, and then they were local fucking Dukes of Hazard fucks. Yeah, yeah. So Ryan, it's like Porky's. Yeah, yeah, totally like Porky's. Yeah, dude. The sheriff, uh, highest grossing Canadian film of all time. Porky's. Porky's. I lit, so I've seen, of course, many. T I watched it. It was on TV the other day. Okay. And I just rewatched it again. Yeah. Just to be like, what? Because I think about those great, what made those comedies great and how you could not make those today. Meatballs. Is Meatballs that is one yeah. of my favorite films with Bill Murray. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> the soundtrack, I've got it on my iPhone. Yeah. That's real. Uh, yeah, those were such, but but you could never make Porky's today. Remember at the end they talked about- Pull any Mel Brooks movie off the shelf. But Spaceballs, I think, holds up. Oh, no, no. I think even Blazing oh. Saddles holds up. But to bring that into a meeting. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Robert Downey Jr. with his blackface and uh, Tropic, oh, Tropic Thunder. Thunder. One of my favorite performances. Is, he's probably, Iron Man is probably the cutoff for any dabbling in that. But you, listen, you've lived long enough to know that someone's going to flip this shit. Whether, well, yeah. whether it be another global, oh, see, comedy is a uh, living, breathing organism. Yeah, absolutely. And we, we kind of, these these cells kind of join with each other temporarily and move on, but it's it's a constant thing. It's yeah, it's, the a, most, it's a human. Thing. It's evolving, and I, that's why I don't like to look back to pick it apart. I don't like yeah. to try to cancel the past. Well, you're a book burner, then. Yeah, Listen, fuck those people. I absolutely stay agree. out of the library, you shitheads. It's documents. Exactly, and well, how are we supposed to learn about our futures if we don't reflect on our history? A hundred percent. And anybody who's had a family member that's lived more than 80 years can probably like, there's some trending in the bad parts. And you're like, shut up, you fucking... No, we have these same symbols and signs and, and angst. I'm starting to, you know, oh, I've only been on the planet for a few years. I don't know. I, I've As I become an old person...
I feel uh, I feel more powerful. <laughs> well, you have ownership over that time because you lived through. So the older you get, you live through the stuff that people are trying to take down with perspective by looking back than not having the full story. Yeah. Nothing is perfect, by the way. No. No, I'm look at honestly, I the last year, I think 100% I am not married with children. So, all these huge adjustments that the world has had to go through, yeah. I, I can't even imagine what that would be with of course. other people that you got to kill uh not kill, kill, keep alive. No, no, we're keep alive. That in. So, Do not edit that. Dublin's, Murder. Back at Dublin's again. Where you used to kill. <laughs> Guys, full circle. It's the name of my podcast. I was upset that this was the first time that I... LA audiences, Hollywood, Dublin specifically. Yeah. It was the the only time that I, I saw... The audience wouldn't get out of your fucking way as you tried to go out the stage. Because they were all famous people. Themselves. So they... Oh yeah, it was a, it was a sceny place to be. Yeah. Because it was before... YouTube. It was before social media, so it had that frenzy though of a trending video. Well, it was every like Tuesday. Studio Fifty Four. Yeah, it was like a it was like a club that you wanted to get into, but for mm. comedy. Yeah, and who was there? That's that was when I had come. There was the tail end right right after it had sort of ended, and that's all anybody talked about. Dane Cook. Yeah, and about how he was able to use MySpace and stuff like that to mm-hmm. really elevate his career. But Dublin's was the place. Totally that that and the the amount of celebrity audience members because it, there was no real like VIP area. It was just the top floor of this. And when I say Irish pub, it was Hollywood Irish pub. It was two floor nightclub done in Irish theme. It's kind of like Saddle Ranch. I remember the stairs going upstairs, very narrow, and then yeah, they were two blocks from or a few blocks from one another. Yeah, yeah, it's on Sunset. It, it's, it is a tourist spot. Yeah, yeah and it was, it's Hollywood does Ireland. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah, like yeah, all yeah, that yeah. shit when you go to Saddle Ranch and stuff. It's like, it's like, you know, it's like <laughs> Hollywood a, does Ireland. Yeah. It was totally, yeah, totally. It was bull- I mean, come on. Legoland. 100%. It could have been, yeah, it could have been a ride at Universal. And the lines yeah. were just as long. Yeah, it was a, it was a Hollywoodized version of the mm. idea of an Irish pub. Yeah. Yeah. They'd made the outdoor, outside of it look very rustic, but uh, I remember. Uh, yeah, it was newish. And they, they, they yeah, they, they had uh, set designers come in or set dressers come and age it down with paint. Somebody goes, elbows me and goes, the guy from the Goo Goo Dolls is here. I almost spit out. I'm not a fan. You you were spit out in disgust. Yeah, you were like not a fan. Not a fan. Tell him I don't say hi. I don't know. I'm sure he's a nice guy, the, the singer from the Goo Goo Dolls. But um, if you're listening, maybe he's not. I don't know. I've never met him, but really? he was there. But that's the thing. That's the thing that so that's what I love about pre phones or whatever. Oh, Marilyn Manson was there the same night to offset this story. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, Magic Johnson, Marilyn Manson, and the Goo Goo Dolls. And I remember seeing like Alonzo Bowden, Ralphie May, the best. Ralphie May. Yeah, I've never seen anybody use the N word. <laughs> that <laughs> he he would you were immediately when he sat down that you would just pull the chair up to, into his living room to talk to him. Like the whole audience just got really small and close. Yeah, to Ralphie, he was a, a gravitational pull. Of comedy, absolutely, and he had done right after that. He did Last Comic Standing, yes, because when that was when I first moved out here, it was happening, and I remember that was the first time I'd ever heard of him. Did you Last audition Comic. for any of these uh, stand-up? Uh, no, I uh, auditioned contests? for American Idol. Yeah, 
uh, go big. season four. Okay. And um, but not were you in the trailer. They must have used you in some sort of. They didn't use me in the. But I'll tell you, they were looking for a rock guy, and I used to have really long hair. Yeah. And um, like Triumph hair. Uh, Man, Triumph. No, I don't know. They had gray hair. It's a, it's yeah. another Canadian thing. I'm I, if I don't, I, they'll take my maple syrup away from me if I don't. Maple leaf. I'll be like, hey, what do you think of the Beatles? You're like, yeah, but you heard of Rush? (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, I like, but but it was, they wanted like a rock sort of vibe because, you know, I mean, what's more, that's, obviously there's many things that are America, but they never really had a rock and roll person, you know? Mm -hmm. And so that won, and so it was the year that Carrie Underwood won, and Bo Bice was like the rock guy, and he was the second one, but they took a bunch of us just to sort of like flesh out that stereotype or whatever that was. Mm-hmm. But that was the one, that was the only reality show I ever auditioned for. But yeah. I used to go to the improv because um, they would have the um, the preliminary rounds. Yes. Yeah, I'd go and watch those too because they were so fun. fun. Really it, fun. It was like watching a bunch of people getting ready to do a Carson appearance. Absolutely. Right? That little... The five. Yeah. They're perfect I hadn't seen anybody because the, as you know, like talk shows have been replaced by podcasts. Absolutely. You know, some of our friends, like the shows that you've just been on in Austin over the, you're like, there's a legend. There's a a fucking force of nature. There's been so many people, but these are all people that had newspaper routes when they were kids with pretty much zero education. And to grow into global superstars. I just remember, you know, we were sitting at the back of the thing and, you know, the successes that is in eyesight of and the tragedy of 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 any green room of or patio area at a comedy club is always uh fun to watch oh it's but, like a it's like a pecking order yeah it's but like, but it's all like uh re- like a, rescue dogs oh that's great you know what it with is a it, prison hierarchy it's the high school cafeteria yeah but of like so much so last night yeah it, it, it that's was exactly really that, what I'm yeah. About. Yeah. and uh <laughs> high school cafeteria but all but from like not the high school, you know, like the juvie high school. Yeah, yeah, that we're yeah, all yeah, sort of it's, there. It's Breakfast Club, absolutely. And Except we all had there's our little a, circles. A, one guy that, or a few of them that have millions of dollars and huge celebrity status, Prince level fame. Yeah, and bank to back it up. They have all the breakfast. They have all the breakfast. Yeah, I love a good breakfast. Are you breakfast? Love it. Yeah, which you because occasionally you know you work at. In countries or um, stay at hotels that really do a bomb breakfast. Yeah. And there is nothing like breakfast in the morning at a five-star hotel. And they've got like a couple of chefs that will do something special. special. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like, I know you're not supposed to put the beef tip in with the omelets, but I got some in my pocket. You're just bringing in, that's your, can you add this yeah, to the Yeah, can mix? you add that? You I, just have a Ziploc? <laughs> no, no, just, just some beef a dip. of meat. <laughs> some beef dip and uh, roast. Yeah, and just walk around with condiments. I love going to, I love eating breakfast in other countries um, because yeah. when you go, like, in France, I'm like, how much bread can there possibly be at this breakfast? Like, there, it starts with toast, but there's also a croissant, and there's also muffins. But you know... When you eat that bread, it's very delicious. Oh, I eat it all. 
I've gone through. That's what I hate when they bring out the the bread and you know there's a blanket over it. They put they take oh, the cloth sure. and they wrap it. And it's lo- still sleeping. Yeah, it's still sleeping. Wake up, bread. <laughs> yeah, 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 dude. And then you pull it off. I always go for fuck's sakes because I went through the menu. I'm like, oh, I'm never gonna get a chance to try that again. Absolutely. I want a little bit of this. I normally don't do an appetizer, but I don't even know what this is. This is. Uh, I had puffin. In Iceland? Oh, wow. Yeah. I was, you know what's so crazy that you just said Iceland? Because I was literally thinking Iceland in this moment. Because uh, I was like, I bet you performed there. Yeah. I bet you do very well there. I sold a thousand tickets yeah, for my that. first show. Fuck yeah. I was uh, and not, I had no confidence in it. When they reached out to me, um, I, they said, oh, blah, blah, the venue, this is this. And I go, listen, I go, that's very confident of you to... He, and then he goes, Jimmy Carr was here the, uh, two months earlier. And he Jimmy sold it Carr. out. I go, yeah, Jimmy Carr was there two months earlier. Yeah. He's been doing football arenas yeah. around Europe for 20 years. You're going to put, I get it. You've seen the numbers that we've done in neighboring countries. But um, sure enough, sold it out and then hung out in the movie Prometheus for three days. Yes. It's insane. You got to go. Oh, no, I've been. You've been? I love it. Yeah. Up there. I'm I, always assuming most Americans don't have fucking passports, but I forget that you've actually... Oh, yeah, dude. I curious. loved it there. Yeah. But I just... When I was there, Gabriel Iglesias had just performed. I must have just... Because I ran into him in the airport in Oslo. Unbelievable. Yeah. And I was know that that was part of my Scandinavian trip at that time. Yeah. He... And I ran it because we work with the same company, and I ran into his tour manager who works with me... And she's like, I go, how many shows? She goes, we had to add four. I go, how many times has he been here? She goes, this is his first time. He's lovely. We're really having a great time with yeah. him. You know. It's a great it's a great country. The food is amazing. Yeah, Iceland's badass. The badass. And like you were saying, Prometheus, that's where astronauts actually train because it's the closest thing. To the moon. Yes. Well, also, parts of Prometheus was filmed there. I know. Yeah. I, I love it. Yeah, I was really blown away on just... The water, the tap water, same, you know, you drink out of the, you pour a glass of tap water and it's the cleanest liquid you've had in your body for years. You know, water is key. A lot of people sleep on water. No, that's why I woke up today, not obviously not looking awake, but uh, feeling awake because the amount of water. I always thought you slept with your eyes open until we started talking. I had a roommate that did that. No. And he passed out on the couch. I talked to him for 30 minutes and then I would get in his face, like, what do you think? And he'd start snoring, and I'd kick his couch because I was like, you piece of shit. I thought you were dead. Put an eye mask on. Yeah, or draw. Respect. Draw something. Or, yeah, well. Pepperoni. No, eye, yeah, yeah, get, yeah. Get, just give me something, man. Time. Sorry to interrupt. No, you were no, talking no. about something. I was just saying, when you eat the stuff there, because I always travel with, so the guy who uh, who opens for me and uh, my other travel buddy, I always travel with everybody who will eat everything. That's cool. Because I because when we go to a restaurant, I want to be able to order as much as I possibly can. And then we just like share everything yeah. so we can try everything. Yes. Yeah, you got to be. Look it. Fuck. As soon as you get, get on that plane, whatever's on the other end, you have to give yourself Open, up to it. Let go. Or you're a fucking idiot for traveling. Yeah, There's why? nothing worse. Well, than- when people travel and they go, how come it's not like my house? <laughs> you fucking dumpster fire. You're embarrassing. You really are. You're embarrassing. You're ruining it. 
You're for America. Yeah, you're it's that you guys don't have that problem. I'm going to say it here. We have that fucking problem. I was problem. leading you. I wanted you to confess publicly. Americans, I try. Cool I am, it. I am overly gracious when I go out of the country trying to bring some goodwill. Well, your Eastern uh, European roots are uh, know that you have to be, you have to, you got to be cool with the locals or they'll burn down your house. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's their they house. Can, they, yeah. That's such an American thing coming yeah. to someone else's house yeah. and being like, this is my house now. Putting your feet on That's the table. That's how we got here. Yeah. We came That's here and totally said, this is my house. And so when we go visit, we go, hey, while I'm here, this is my house. It's such a dick move. And I, yeah. and I hate it, when, uh, especially when I go when I, to Asia. What was, what was the most humbling traveling experience you had where you'd had to, like, where you felt your last of your, your skin of American shithead traveler because you're probably a dick out of the gate to the there was i bet you some of the people that had dealt with you in the service industry earlier in your travel experience i was a waiter though i worked at cheesecake factory i apologize not at all and i'll tell you i did it and it it taught me you know and i do believe that that everyone should have a job in the service industry at some capacity just um you know it's yeah there's a better understanding of where people are coming from and you know, I'm not saying I always imagine people that heckle at comedy shows have never worked in the service industry no. or or ha- didn't do it very long. No. And so I'll tell you, I went to Japan two years ago in, in 19, uh, 2019, and I've been there many times and I have a lot of friends there. And was I this went a school related thing or was this a f- holiday trip? This was just holiday. So you had some friends that had moved to Wait, Japan. Wait, no, no, 2019. Sorry. It was two years ago. Oh, these, these are some white boys from Canada that had moved to uh, Asia? No. They were born and raised on Japanese soil. I went there. Befriended them? Yes, befriended them. Isn't that fun? The fucking best. I love it. So when I always look forward to, because we bring gifts, you know, yeah. like whenever I'm over there. And you get to see all the off-grid shit. Every corner restaurant, meet this guy. I've been in some places that are not on the map. No, and that's what you want. I don't yeah. travel. I only travel for that. Yeah. So I try to get to know... To the best of my ability, I mean, sometimes I think I have more success than others, but in Japan was one of those where I really had a lot of success, and I remember we went, we got an invitation to the bar, so a lot of these great bars, you can only, 10 people can sit down, right? Mm -hmm. But you have to be on time for your reservation, especially if somebody else sets it up. And I was with a bunch of Americans, and they were sort of, and I said, we have to be there on time, we have to be there on time. So we got there, I'm not kidding you, three minutes late, I walked to the door, the guy said, by the way, it was an empty bar. And he goes, I'm so sorry. Your reservation was three minutes ago. And I, you know, said, I apologize. Ah. I was, oh, I, yeah, yeah, I said, yeah. I'm so sorry. You're absolutely right. And I just sort of, he bowed and I bowed and I walked away. Yeah. And all my friends were like, why couldn't we go in there? There was nobody. I go, you don't understand. Don't put your it, feet it was, on the table at someone else's house. Yeah. So that's what it was about. It was not about the ability to do something. It's about you didn't respect this man's time and his business. And it's nice to be challenged with sensibilities that are That's not something you grew you up in. Yeah. 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 I totally dig it. I don't mind following rules I get to visit. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. here for, I live here because I live here. I had the only time they agreed to sign a disclaimer before my performance was in Dubai. Mm. And I was totally cool with that. And what was the disclaimer? What did it say? Easy peasy. Uh, Nothing religious or maliciously geared to X, Y, and Z. The obvious yeah. social spus. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I'm not fucking, oh, Jason Rouse is a legend. He got his head cut off in Mumbai, or not Mumbai, uh, uh, Doha. Yeah, Doha. Yeah, right. For uh, challenging. Uh, Muhammad. Yeah, anybody. Anybody. Challenging the magistrate. Great I mean, coffee. But yeah, I had no problem with that. Um, but that, understandable. Mm. I'll tell you, I did China, and I made a joke about Mao Zedong, and uh, when I tell you, you got somebody quiet. pressed mute on the country. Yeah. But it wasn't at his expense. It wasn't a joke where he was the punchline, you know? I was talking about how, wow, he really got everybody to work together. And it was like, a man, but they... Yeah, because you're probably not aware of the laundry list of files that are under that name that we don't talk about. Absolutely. And I don't even know the politics geared around that. Uh, but I know in Thailand, if you fuck with the uh, king... So when I was in Thailand, by the way, the king died, not because of me, but he was there. He passed away, and there was a Mecca where people came from all over the oh, country. Oh, yeah. And there were lines. He's so beloved. Be the most beloved. Yeah. And they, the lines were thousands of people long, because I was when I was in Bangkok, and we couldn't get in because we weren't wearing all black. They were letting people like, I would have got in. Yeah, dude. You would have been, been front of the line. I get in. I would look is the front stroke. of the line pass. I don't know if you, anyone's been to Thailand, but the this humidity in Texas is is a, a spa. Well, yeah, I was gonna say it's a walk in the park. Yeah, it's the Blue Lagoon in Iceland. Yeah, no, the 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 wetness in yeah. Thailand. Yeah, oh, I, it's it's always wet. I had running shoes. I figured I could get down to the at least no socks and still maintain a running shoe. I couldn't be more happier to see Crocs. Oh my god! That's what I all I wore because the sand is in and out of your shoes. And so many of the locals, just in general, they just have like the the, the flippiest flaps on. Yeah, they're feeling barely they, horse saddles for feet. They don't, but they don't need a lot of them. Don't even. When I was down in Krabi, they were they're not even wearing shoes. What time of the year were you there? I was there uh, at Christmas time. Yeah, I think that I was on uh, a far island. Uh, um, I want to say Phuket, but it wasn't. But um, were you performing out there? No, I was. Uh, on holiday, try, in the last end of a, a relationship, mm, that was kind too. of to save it. And it was clearly, at the end, the trip was fine, but we I think there was some sort of mutual consensus that it, it was empty. Is that the slogan of their Board of Tourism? Thailand, we'll try and save you. I heard a lot of people go there, party, and commit suicide. Whoa. Yeah, it's a very, very popular suicide destination. It's cheap. You know, it's you can pretty much go out with a bang. No pun intended. Yeah. Um, but he said they have a real problem there with tourists coming there to kill themselves. Wow. Where it would is... you kill yourself? Oof. Probably in a tropical destination for sure. Really? I don't. I wouldn't do but it in the, the cold. But the animals gut out your body before your parents get a chance to see. Oh, yeah. Okay, then my childhood home. Your childhood home. That's a Just good... so my parents can see me. And then so you could say, I told you so. I, like, I told you I was going to kill myself yeah, yeah. in my room. Yeah, yeah. I didn't say why. Yeah, I don't I, even know. I didn't say I was going to be 63 cryptic. to get to it, yeah. but I'm out. But I'm out. I do it in front of my old high school. Oh. You'd, or what, you'd go back and talk. Give a talk? No, 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 no. I'd hang myself in a tree outside of my high school. Any particular tree? Anything. A tree that you planted when you were a kid? That I'm going to unbelievable. crazy glue my hand over my private like I'm embarrassed. And the other on row, I'll put a zip tie. Okay. Uh, stool. Yeah. Noose. Okay. okay. 
Um, maybe some sort of nostalgic song from the 80s. Maybe like... Uh, um, Don't wh- you forget about me. Yeah. Well, who is that? Flocking Seagulls? No, 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 no. But it's from <laughs> Breakfast Club. Yeah. You know, Flock of Seagulls was, and I run, I run some. But that's pretty good, too. I could, that's Any good. Any of these work. Yeah, I like the sadder, softer. Maybe some uh, Barry Manilow. Oh, me with familiar faces. That would be good for you. That's good, too, but also a little modern. I'm thinking 80s. No, that wasn't the... They, they did was a it? remake of that, but it originally was in the 80s, Mad World. Ah. But Barry Manilow, you know, okay. I love Barry Manilow. Do you got any Barry Manilow songs? Um, uh, but Mandy... Uh, what, did you, what if you did Copacabana? <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah. And I do like dark comedy. You got to have a good joke, bro. You got to go out on a high note. Give me, just give me a little bit of it. Um, um, her name was Lola. Yeah. She was a showgirl. So then when you hang and you drop it, and then you film it at the Copa. Yeah. And not only when the line showgirl comes, I start doing that. I made a bad decision. Yeah. And I'm, I'm like, I made a mistake. Well, When? You know, Gigi Allen threatened to kill himself on Halloween. Who is Gigi Allen? Gigi Allen is, um, you know, Todd Phillips? Yes, of course. Yeah, yes. no, I just being an ass. Oh, of I course, you, you know. The Gigi Allen's Canadian? No, no, I wish. Oh, okay. He's from uh, uh, up near Boston, uh, um, Massachusetts. He's from Mass, Massachusetts, okay. but uh, not Boston. Ann Arbor. Michigan. Is he from Ann Arbor? I, okay. Ann Arbor's in Michigan. It's where the University of Michigan this is, is. This is, and you're right to be like curious because this yeah. is a crazy person who and did crazy things. A performance artist? Close. Yeah, he's a, okay, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so. T- I feel like we're on a game show right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know, and you want to win because you just like the fun. Oh, yeah, of I the love it. You just like I crazy connections. I do love it. <laughs> Turns out I went to high school with this guy. Gigi Allen um, uh, was a, a punk rocker okay. who threatened him to kill himself on Halloween. He died. Todd Phillips' his first film was a documentary about this guy. I, mean, I think he was in his early 20s or late teens. And was, was he in a band? He was fronting a, a band, Gigi Allen, and um, he had a band, Gigi Allen and the Myrtle Junkie. They were on Geraldo. Back in the Dude, day, I shaved love- head, mustache, like this. All he said he was going to take all the children for himself. Um, he was really out there, but uh, his whole thing was is on Halloween, he's going to blow his head off on stage. And did he do it? No, he died of a heroin overdose the night. The filming that Todd Phillips did for the documentary, he dies that night. They had to move his tombstone because people were shitting on his grave so much. There was so much feces around the gravesite that they had to move it from yeah, the piss. Yeah, but, but, the, but the grass was growing so strong because of it. Grass was smothered. We're talking deep dish. I'm telling you, Poop. man. Oh, but th- that's the fertilizer, baby. That's what you'd think, but human uh, excrement isn't as fertile as no, any no, farm we're animal. But we're, it's all plastic. 100%. It's all Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew. Uh, I was Just trying to yellow think, shit. Did you ever drink Tahiti Treat? No. Do you know what a Tahiti Treat is? No. Is it a? a, a it's a, a soft a drink. Oh no. Yeah. Is it like Hawaiian Punch but with fizz? Yeah. See, this game show yeah. is great. Yeah, you're good, dude. We are good. <laughs> we should we should be on a show. This is crazy that no one's filming this. Are um, you are you in the middle of anything? 
like work-wise? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I know there's some things that we talked about that I I'm just not, booked a show. Yeah. Last night, yeah. I, I was at the was bar. Was that the Jamie Foxx? No, no, no. I shot that. I just booked a show for You HBO shot Man. that already? Yeah, we shot over quarantine. So the craziest thing was- Is this is Tyson? No, no, no. That, brother, I, I keep joking with Fox that I want to be- Anyone in that movie, I'll be. I'll sell fucking peanuts in that. You'd movie. be a good ring guy, like a cut I man. Would love that. You would be amazing. Come on, ring guy. Titan. Yeah, Get just one good. I said Har- I want a I- Harlem Williams Dumb and Dumber line. Incredible. Just that one Hello. spot, one line in the Tyson movie, and they go, "Fuck." I said I want to play Don King. Did you? I told him you could totally do Don King. I only in America. Well, what would uh, what would uh, say Vince Vaughn was managing Mike Tyson? Hey, uh, hey, my man, I gotta say something right now. I think you're a champ. You're the tiger. You know what I'm saying? Like right now, don't even don't even be scared of that kind of guy. You gotta just get out there. Ah, you know what I'm talking about? Gotta use that big daddy energy. Gotta use the big daddy that's right here. It's not here. It's not right here. It's not in mine. It's right here in you. It's in your heart. You're gonna punch him with your fucking heart. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. But um, I would. I'm doing a. A TV show. Tom Hanks playing his wife. In the... In in the... the, uh, You know, I don't know anything about Tyson's wives. (laughs) I was... Damn it. I was thinking about Rocky's wife. Oh, I knew that. Adrian. Damn it. Yeah. Ow. Adrian. As Rocky. (laughs) Adrian. Ow. Ow, Adrian. (laughs) Adrian. That's him auditioning for the movie. I met Tom. Oh, Have you met Tom? You? No, but everyone I know, well, ev- not everyone, but people I know who know him very well, because mm-hmm. um, my impression comes from like the deepest place of love. Like The Burbs is one of my favorite films of all time. They always try to get me to call Money him. Money Trap. No, Money Money Pit. Money Pit. Brother, I've seen that Money movie trip. so many times. But it's so true. That's every house in LA. Yeah. But no. They always try to get me to call his wife or him and be like, hey, Rita. I'm like, I don't want to be introduced to the Hanks family. No. You don't way. want to be on Mrs. Hanks' shit list. No, that's what I said. So I'm like, no, put the phone away. Yeah. Wait, so tell oh, me. Oh, it'd be funny. Oh, really? Mr. Le- nothing to lose in this conversation. Yeah, no shit. I told him not to say it. What? Yeah, I people always try to He just to trick grabbed me my in. phone and dialed you. Did I now? Yeah. Is that what happened? My friend uh, did a stupid message to uh, one of, uh, from... Peel, Keel, P and Keel, one uh, of the yeah, uh, uh, Jordan Peel, and he told me what he did. I go, you're a dummy. He, he shouldn't have even given you his phone number. You fucking idiot. Oh, that guy's fucking he just shit got list. fired from Paramount for life. Who did your friend? My friend, and then told the cops off, and they smashed his front teeth out and threw him out of the car with the handcuffs on, and knocked his front teeth. He was uh, he had a job there. I can't be specific, but they were under a quarantine ban. And no Christmas parties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, old piss can Willie decided to have a little onset do to do. Oh, tells everyone to go fuck the police. Oh, he donkey kicks the cop in the nuts. Great. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> they I go. Mean, I mean, come on. He's in the back of the car, kicking and screaming. They're like, you want out? We'll let you out. Oh, man. Like this. Mmm. Rink. Into the cell with dangly chiclets. Oh. How fun does that sound? How's he doing Merry today? Merry Christmas. He flies in on the first. In Austin? He's coming to visit me. Can't wait. 
<laughs> I always tell these guys, you know, these these Frank the Tank type ter- the weekend warrior guys. Oh yeah. That they, they you, they get a little elbow room with me, and they think they're immune to it. I spent a lot of time crafting and navigating my life to not end up with my front teeth knocked out in the back of a cop car. Yeah, no shit. Because fucking amateur night comes out on a Friday and then puts all his chips on prison. I was just going to say, the guys who think like uh, they see one guy hit a free throw in a game and they go, I could do that. Yeah, any knucklehead sitting in his armchair looking at a UFC fight and go, I could beat up Chuck yeah, Liddell. Yeah, yeah, you didn't see me fight. <laughs> <laughs> All right, pal. That guy always goes to the hospital. Oh, dude, he's never. That's the dumbest guy in the room. Because he's he's usually good for one punch, but 100. hasn't thrown it for a while. But he's knocked no out defense. enough guys. Yeah, his there's no getting up for that guy. No, yeah. no, no, no. He's got one yeah. punch. Yeah, it's that hockey guy. Hockey players, you know, if they get a hold of you and blast you, you're, you're going to fold up. If you, did you watch the hockey? Yeah, Blackhawks. I, I yeah. next to a stadium. Were you, were you in Chicago? Yeah, I live just uh, outside of it in Skokie, oh, Illinois. Oh, that's, that's the... Because uh, you were clearly bombarded of the legacy of Second City. I love it. Ch- Chicago and Toronto were the sister cities. The best. Of sketch comedy. The best. Where was um um Rosanna and Dana? Um, oh, uh, um, uh, um, uh, she died of. Uh, uh, um, Gene Wilder's wife. Yes, yes. Uh, uh, not Lorraine. I was saying Lorraine Newman. Um, no, no, no. Uh, what would, what would Gene Wilder say about my show? Walking out the door to his wife. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if I do a Gene Wilder. <laughs> I'm like, now I'm trying to think. Now I'm uh, a young Frankenstein Gene Wilder. I know I put you on. Insane. Yeah. It's, it's more yeah. like a Ren and Stimpy. Yeah. It's more Ren Hoek. They're bringing that back, I heard. They are? Yeah, I heard that. By the way, it, there's toys. I'm not kidding you in the Austin airport of Ren and Stimpy. I rewatched that the other day. Uh, uh, it was ahead of its time. Gilda Radner, by the way. Gilda Radner, yeah. The best. She, Canadian. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ahead of its time, and by the way, they were supposed to be two gay roommates. I don't know if you knew that. And it was a kid show, and they used to beat the shit out of one another. Yeah, there's a lot of Looney Tunes violence with Ernie and Bert relationships. Yeah, but with, with consequences. Because mm-hmm. like when somebody would get their teeth knocked out. Yeah, you know, yeah, the yeah, teeth, yeah, yeah. Whereas like, yeah. You, They'd show the vein. Oh, man. <laughs> or he's like, it was Stimpy, you idiot. And, they would, yeah. and he would just go smack him in the face. You idiot. Yeah, and he have the like rubber nipples on the knees. I love all the the Salvador Dali uh, of there'd be actually painted stills that would frame out some of the scenes and then it would go in but it had such a it had a um, Mister Show Monty Python fluidity yeah it was one it ran together but there was very distinct breaks in 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 the visual aspect of it oh yeah and and the they were gross and intense yeah (laughs) the veins yeah and it would show toes. Just, oh, yeah, under yeah. the toenail, like mm-hmm. all the lint. Yeah, and, and yeah, the toe jam. I love that show. Me too. Loved it. That was uh, probably an inspiration for me as a kid. Favorite cartoons growing up? Uh, Ren and Stimpy was definitely on that list, really. And then, uh, you know, everything, like even back uh, like Bosco or Oswald the Lucky Rabbit in the old days or 
even uh Oslo the Lucky Rabbit. Oswald, yeah. The, I just thought that because I remember seeing that stuff as a kid. I've never I don't know what Oslo the Lucky Rabbit is. Oswald. Oswald. Oslo was the uh the, the Scandinavian. The, yeah. <laughs> so Os they he looked they both looked like Mickey Mouse. Oswald the Lucky Rabbit looked like Mickey Mouse, except he had long ears instead of circles. So uh but they were just sort of uh I liked you know who I liked was um the clown and Betty Boop and her grandfather, who used to do those crazy like Rube Goldberg inventions. They're still hypnotizing, aren't they? Those, They're amazing. He's like, what? I loved Roger Rabbit. Yeah. Who Framed Roger Rabbit? When my parents took me to see that movie, it, my mind was blown. Yeah. Yeah, the, the folly aspect of it. Oh. I was just hypnotizing like that. They must have spent hours to get that thing to move perfectly with this faked actor... No green screen either, right? I think it was ball stick stuff. Probably, yeah, right. It wasn't three hundred. No, far from no, that. It wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't Photoshop on uh, the old MacBook Pro. Um, one of the local LA comics is the voice of Roger Rabbit. Uh, I see him at Left Factory and stuff. Um, now I'm never he's remember a, his name. He's kind of squatted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh, uh, he's amazing. Um, I can't think of his name off the top of my head. He's you could see him from Charles the, Fleischer. Charles Fleischer. He has that. Um, that era of like Whoopi Goldberg, Richard Pryor-y. Uh, Talented dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you watch him on maybe those ones, HBO things, yeah. it's just like, he he's like, it differently, because we talked about Robin Williams last night, mm. differently, but there are just some people that are forces of nature. Yeah. And he is one of those mm. people. And, you know, he does a ton of voiceover work and... I, you know, I'm sure he's done a lot of on-camera stuff, but yeah, to come up with a ride, you know what it is? To come up with, like, you think, so The Simpsons, for me growing up, my two favorite shows were The Simpsons and Living Color. Like, not even, you know. Living Color. It was my, the best, right? But you think about Homer, or you think about people that are that iconic, it, it takes time to craft that, and over time, and yet Roger Rabbit, same with Mickey Mouse, right, or Donald Duck, or whatever, he crafted a voice that was iconic for Roger Rabbit that only exists in that world. It's not like they were like, you think about Simpsons, there's hundreds of hours of The Simpsons or hundreds of hours of Mickey Mouse mm. to make that into the zeitgeist as a legendary voice. Roger Rabbit is one movie. Yeah. And yet he had a, please, you know, he was able to do that. It had a, a Wizard of Oz element to it. My favorite movie of all time. Yeah, I think so. I think if you had to cut it back to really what I really made an impression and blew my mind as a kid was, and, uh, you know, first movie in color. I know. Which Isn't they, that interesting? It happened during the filming. They were originally going to shoot it in black and white, yeah. and color was invented. And they're like, why don't we do Oz? Yeah. Brother, that's my, yeah, it's my favorite movie. Flying Monkeys. Incredible. Terrifying. 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 I think people, didn't they, when they pulled the scarecrow apart, when the monkeys attack and they start disemboweling, oh, of course. I was horrified. Well, look, there's something over there. I mean, you think about it, they're yeah. just ripping a man apart. This, yeah, yeah, yeah. He got drawn and quartered by flying monkeys. I mean, how terrifying man. is that? And all the backstory of, you know, people as, as they do in LA, like to part, point out landmark Hollywood stuff. The little people houses yes. over in Studio City. Yes, you go. I don't. You'd know the street better than I would, but they're all small little houses. A whole neighborhood of little houses. And they, they built used them. To rage. Yeah, I heard it was a fucking because they had never seen as many of them as they should. They, yeah, brother. They, they're going. Well, look at we're getting paid to live our best selves. I don't know. Maybe there was some little person that was like, "These are fucking nerds." 
You know there was a James Dean in there. Oh, dude, I was going to say there's one there's of the, some guy with one a of the guys hairline though. ripped. He's like, he's he's his, he's the uh, 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 who's the Greek statue Adonis. He's the Adonis yeah. of the little people. Oh, or one of them was like, you guys are going to party. I'm going to bed. This is a serious movie. It's all look at. Can you keep it down? The key word is people. They're still people. The best. So you're gonna have like a hierarchy. It's a, gonna be. It's more like prison, though. By the way, it's the cafeteria from last night, and no one's got a blueprint. That'd be interesting to see how we were talking how the schoolyard aspect of the uh, any green room or after party of comedians, how the little people because they're look they're neighbors. Oh. They've never seen. They're, they're literally. Getting the same... It's the 30s. Oh, yeah. They've never seen people yeah. that look like them except yeah. the people that they know in their immediate circle. And probably uh, portrayed more in a, a circus uh, geek a, aspect a, of it. A and, freak show And aspect. now they've got craft services. Now they're the fucking lollipop guild. They're not number one on the call sheet, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But they're not doing bad. I bet you there's some drunk little person went into the and goes, listen, the lollipop guild... Has something we want? We want something more. Yeah, yeah. They formed their union within a rebel gang within the little people community. Who do you think it was in that movie? <sighs> Definitely one of the two of the guys. A hundred percent lollipop guild. Yeah, I think one of those guys. Those were the union busters. They go look how much camera time we got here. We could. That guy's really hamming it up. No one told you to do that shoulder thing. And not to mention when they yell cut and the Tin Man Dorothy are sitting there smoking off camera like. Scene stealers right here. Oh. The, the choreograph and the, the, the sinister kind of smiling. Didn't oh, the, one of them have a lollipop? Yeah. yeah they, got, they presented a lollipop. Yeah. Too much can land. And what's the squinted? I didn't think that was a thing. Someone's like, wait a minute. Have they done that in every take? They've done it in every take. Are you kidding me? <laughs> we got no clean of their eyes? Nope. They're doing Popeye face. <laughs> the guy's got a full... Forever. <laughs> well, you know that guy was doing that face for beers after the filming. Oh, ten he goes, years. Hey, do you recognize me? No. How about now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he actually did that. They were stout. Uh, well done. Um, Memorable, by the way. Yeah. All of that. That, by the way, an incredible. What a use. Like, what a cool opportunity. Number one for the little people. Yeah. And what a great use of talent and visual. Like to to Munchkin Land. Yeah. In a very positive light. These are like, these are, she, you know, they were very grateful, which I think was probably a, a, a great thing for them to be seen in that way. Yeah. And they had a whole scene that like sort of, the, they were the first people in color. Yeah. Her and then them. Yeah. No, and more importantly, it was a story. It was a heavy story. Oh, yeah. Heavy story. You know, you took all, literally all three episodes of Lord of the Rings, all three parts. Yeah, yeah. And they did that 50 years with half, uh, with none of the technology and created this iconic film that people go, do you want to watch all Lord of the Rings or uh, uh, Wizard of Oz? A lot of people are going to go, I don't know, man. Fuck the How much Oz, time do you have? The Remember Oz. when they came out with those, those fucking, uh, those uh, uh, director's cuts? Yeah. I used to do a joke on stage because I do Ian McKellen. And I would say, because this happened, like the movies, you know, Lord of the Rings are like, they're like two and a half hours each. Mm -hmm. The director's cuts are like three and a half, four hours each. And you're like, what more did you not tell? Justice League just did something with that. But that was pretty great. 
It the, does. The this is where, yeah, bro. That one because yeah. that first movie was not good. No. And this. New How did they get away with redoing a P Diddy remix on a, a film that's already been released and done the business aspect of it, and then they cut the one that they really wanted yeah. later and re-release it like a, a, a bootleg vinyl album or something that's better than the original. Yeah, the album. Japanese only. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It, you're at, that's a good point. I'm not sure. I mean, I think... It's kind of double parking. Well, you know what happened was um, it, uh, Zack Snyder, who directed it, I believe it, I'm, I, don't, you know, I'm, I don't mean to get insensitive, I think one of his kids passed away mm. during the filming of it, so he sort of removed himself from that environment because wow. he's like, I just can't do it. Yeah. And then Joss Whedon took over, but it wasn't... It's like if somebody... No joke, it'd be like if I'm doing stand-up, and then it's like, oh, I got to get out of here. And then you take over my thing. It's like, how different are our styles? And it's like, yeah, but you still got to tell the story. Okay. I didn't know there was a, a death. Yeah, there really was a death. You can't really compete with creativity when you've got a, a, a dead child. No. No, no, no. So I think he had enough time had passed. I don't him. want those interruptions. So I've had 57 abortions. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're like, hey, listen, I'll decide when the eruption interruption <laughs> happens, okay? Yeah. Not you, God. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Give me that ice cream scoop in a bucket. Sorry, we've been very uh, not crap. This is probably the cleanest episode of my show. Oh, really? Yeah. Tell me. So, how do we get dirty? No, we're, no, 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 no. Oh. Uh, this is. I'm saying that as thank you. People oh, usually come to the table with a whole. I'm here to bring the Clorox. Yeah. No, you're not tidying up. You're just folding the laundry, but there's still skid marks on it. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm like, did we not wash this, guys? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like total like. All right. Favorite? <laughs> no, no, no. no, I'm. I'm. I. Uh, my friend said I have the imp of the perverse. Yeah, yeah, right. You're like you are a. Um, you know what a satyr is? Like those little half goat people from mythology. Yeah, that's you, satyr. Yeah, s a y t r. I satyr. love that. I've never heard satyr. Yeah, that's what. The, yeah, that's what you are. You're like a little goat. Damn oh, it! In the movie, yeah. And you ever seen the movie Hercules? Um, the cartoon. It's yeah, great. I know the ha a lot of half so animals. So Danny DeVito plays him in the movie. He's like the the. He's great. Danny DeVito would make the. He is the perfect body for half goat. Well, it's animated, but still, you're right. Oh. <laughs> I fucking love me some Danny DeVito. Yeah, he's the best. Well, first of all, Taxi is probably the best thing he's ever done. That show, the reveal of him coming at the top in the pilot. Yeah, you don't know how short he is because he wasn't famous yet yep oh yeah and not only mm -hmm. that but his relationship with like jim Whoa. uh reverend jim yeah Chris you know Lloyd. uh red skeleton uh mr Leahy, those drunks are look red skeleton on the dean martin roast he's top five unbelievable right Unbelievable. You can't get an actor. You could give him the dialogue. It's impossible. Wait, wasn't it um not Red Skelton? Wasn't it wasn't it uh, Foster oh, Fo Brooks? Sorry, Foster Brooks. Yeah, my, yeah, Foster my, Brooks. Uh, Foster Brooks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but him on those roasts, I knew exactly what you were talking about. Foster Brooks on those roasts. And by the way, you know he never touched the stuff. That's what I heard, but then I heard different too. So I don't think he was intoxicated. No, it was ketamine. No, no. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, but he was Foster Brooks is one of those guys where it's just like bravo. All right, we talked about Jonathan. Winter. Like, who's your? John, yeah. Uh, okay, you got five guys to make a movie in front of the camera. I mean, I want to say dead or alive, but let's stick with live. Oh, alive, Michael Keaton. Okay, first of all, it doesn't have to be a comedy, but let's make it a comedy. Michael, Michael Keaton, Keaton, Michael Keaton, Mr. Mom, brother. 
You know, just can't throw some. Yeah. Beetlejuice, bro. Former. Well, you know they're doing another Beetlejuice. I know. If it does, if it's not called um, wait, what Beetlejuice? Um, it probably won't be. Um, but yeah, with everyone signed uh, on, it's, it got, it's got some comedic. It's you know it's funny, but uh, she's in. Went on a writer's in. You know who's not in is Jeffrey oh. Jones. When's the last time Winona's been on? I remember the last thing she I heard did from Stranger her sh- Things on Netflix. Shoplifting. Oh, oh she, yeah. She, yeah, I remember uh, her. Yeah, I remember her from security cam footage. Yeah, that's the last thing I saw her. In. Remember seeing those vintage rock shirts at that store by the Starbucks on Melrose? Yeah, I, with, with that oh, that Peter Pan's pointing and his brother, fingers all snapped off. I visited when I first visited Los Angeles as an adult. Before I knew I was going to come here, it was in spring break in '02. We went, my buddy and I went to that shop that was still there in 02. I did the same thing in uh, 2001, uh, went down there and I looked, I was too afraid to go in because I thought it was all full of movie stars shopping for rock t-shirts. Peter Pan. Yeah, Peter Pan. been famous forever. <laughs> guy still looks great. But that's where Winona. Uh, yeah. So hold on, let me tell you something. So that guy wound up being my landlord. What? No joke. He owns rental properties. Well, that's him he's and his brother. Owned that real estate for fifty years, very sixty long years. Time. Yeah, very long time. But that was the only place that I can remember because we walked up and down Melrose. Melrose used to be awesome. Un. It was Unbelievable. Wicked stores. Great cool people. record shops. Yeah, yeah. yeah man. In 01 or 02, I just remember with walking up and I thought, and we, I had no idea that I was going to live near there years later, but I just remember walking up and down thinking like, this is fucking LA. Yeah. I never thought I'd be living that area, but I literally lived 10 square blocks of the comedy store for over a decade. Oh, shit. I lived in Echo Park for a minute and even out in Glendale for a short time, but most of it was all... Uh, top of fo- behind Rock and Roll Rouse. I always enjoyed Runyon Canyon. I love Runyon Canyon. Yeah. So I always lived, I knew that, look, from walking from uh, Fuller, Runyon Canyon area, to the stores, less than an hour. The weather's great. And I wanted the luxury. First of all, Runyon Canyon's great for, it's a great cross. It gives you a chance to walk up through Hollywood Society. Yeah, they used to. Somebody used to own that. Yeah, they used to have private parties on that mountain. Yeah. Charlie Chaplin was there. Everybody was there. Uh, I heard that tennis court was part of Errol Flynn's house. Yes. Is, did you hear that too? I did. Okay. I did. And I thought that the house that used to be up there that no longer is, they built a mm-hmm. new property. That that was the property yeah. for that thing, and they used to play tennis out there. Yes. But they used to run around those hills or that mountain when they were, you know, at night and drunk. Yeah. yeah. Of course, they just literally bought an island within a, a planet. Because Hollywood, uh, you know, any direction from the city center, like Hollywood Boulevard is like the purge. Oh, yeah. With amusement parks. It's it's like Times Square, but um, there's no money there. No. No, it's all scams. Yeah, it's like Timeline mm. instead of Times Square. It's just like that one strip. I love seeing uh, people from the other side of the planet getting uh, those Hollywood moments where they see a homeless person defecate outside or something that you just can't ignore because it's it's happening. I saw an old lady have a horse piss on this Hollywood Boulevard. You oh. know, polished marble on a slope is a waterfall. Oh, yeah. So they people are stepping over this 
piss is, factory. Just yeah, the old fetish of Caligula. <laughs> Did he, he get, just? I just imagine pissing on a. Oh, there's a total piss room. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. On they marble. Had of, they had one of yeah. those. Um, <laughs> He's like, wasn't this marble white? It was. <laughs> No, my, my parents. Why are there here. coffee stains yeah. on all the uh, on all porcelain them. on my face? It's crazy. <laughs> no, I, I was driving my parents away, and I literally and I always put, play like tour guide when I'm in the car. I'm like to your left, you know, to your right, and I said, Everyone "That's look a funny up. conversation." I'd love for you to be entertaining enough for your family who know who've seen all your bells and whistles, who are not entertained. No, they're not impressed. No, <laughs> and um, and trying to keep them. Yeah, things are great, Ma. I'm like a weekend dad for them. Yes. I'm like, they're not interested and yet they've got I've got them for the weekend. <laughs> and they're they and I said we, we watched this homeless guy just like shit in the middle of the street. Yeah. That's a hard one to explain to your folks. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm I'm really finding my ground out here. You know what I said place. to my parents? I go, I go, wait a minute, is that my manager? <laughs> <laughs> He looks like he's working on something big. Yeah, yeah. Man, he's struggling. He's really been pushing my career. In the works. Yeah. Something in the works. <laughs> oh, I hope I don't get 10% of that shit. <laughs> oh, he's a real log driver, that guy. Oh, my God. You'd think, by the way, it's funny because, not funny, but the, the stuff for us, it's just being there, it's tragic, but you understand that, listen, whatever that guy's got to do, that's got to do. I think when you were talking about the tourists, it's coming from other parts of America because when, when you travel internationally, like, you know, you see that more often than not just in a lot of places that, that are really have like first world aspects to them, but a mm. lot of third world. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And oh. I think, but that's like the place that it's funny or it's interesting that all the homeless community has agreed upon. This is where we're going to shit publicly. Yeah. You just don't see it. I think it's their way of protesting. You really? Yeah. I think it's kind of like, that, when you don't have email and you need to send a message. That's a good point. It's like it's a, uh, a antisocial uh, post-it note for society. Greg was here. Well, Just first of all, if you see enough spell it out. human excrement. Did I say it right? Excrement. I don't know why I'm looking at you, but I think you know how to say ex- oh, yeah, ex- yeah. excrement. 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 Yeah. Uh, on the road. Then people go up to the mayor. They knock on his door and they go... Well, they're shitting all over Hollywood. They're shitting all over Hollywood. Literally, star besides Trump's, like I imagine, you know, they always say that his got attacked a lot. Who who just gets it? Like I love Jack Benny, and I like you know the sometimes you're a victim of convenience. If you're Barbara Streisand or uh, um, um, who's like a really nice Wayne Newton, maybe carrot top must get hammered. Oh, and he doesn't even have a star. Yeah, he does. Oh, does he? I no, just, I, I don't know. I just imagine like guys shitting on him. I'll tell you a Hollywood moment. Is, I love Carrot Top, by the way. I love Carrot Top, but I know that he's a go-to person. It's a hacky. First of all, Carrot Top is fine, and he ain't talking about either of us. No, and by the way, I you ever see him do a show? You've seen him live, though, when he wasn't being recorded? Uh, I saw him four years ago at the Mirage. What, what, what casino at the, uh, is he? Luxor. Isn't Luxor, Luxor, yeah. Yeah, I'm his touring guy. I'm like, are we still at Luxor? I gotta check the contracts. <laughs> um, but he is so fucking good when he doesn't have to be clean. I mean, he's fine when he's clean, but when you can just tell that he can relax and do his like the way that he wants to be. Mm-hmm. We went as a joke when I was in college. He was like, he sold out the theater, or whatever. And they were giving tickets away, so we all were like, you know, we were assholes, and we're like, oh, we'll go like laugh at this guy and not like he's brother. It was top five comedy show I've ever seen in my life. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, and I was like, "Did that guy shut us up?" You yeah, know, it was unbelievable. 
totally. Look, such respect for that guy. Uh, a lot of people hack on Nickelback. Yeah, the, the band that everybody can talk about. Yeah, but um, they're from Canada, aren't they? Yeah. So is Brian Adams. I love brother. I love Brian Adams. But you like him for his photography, not Everything his music. I do, I do it's sad, right? You. Summer of '69. Summer of '69. Snow. Informer. Oh yeah, Informer. Meow meow. Yeah. I don't know if there's a meow meow, but there's. How a did he not do cat food commercials? Ooh. That was just leaving money on the table. The thing is, if he had a, a second hit song in the States, there would be, like Vanilla Ice, Ice Ice Baby. Of course. That got a lot of legwork, but not until he dropped another hit. He got um, Go Ninja, Go Ninja Go from uh, Ninja Turtles Part 2, Seeker of the Ooze. I was auditioned for that, and I got the part for the sewer guy, but I had braces on. And they said, listen, you gotta, can you get the braces off? We want you, but you're going to have to... Re-. I go, I just got these on... Three months ago, my orthodontist is going to shit. So I had to step out of the Ninja Turtles movie because of braces. Oh. And an Alice in Chains. Those are, these are just, let's go through all the things that, well, because first of all, you're looking at somebody who's possibly auditioned for 10 things in almost 25 years. Is that a lot? No, because you've auditioned for 10 things in a day before. A bunch of times. Yeah. Like but I mean, are you... But I think of you as a comic. <laughs> Thank you. Like, No, no, but I mean, like, do you also... Because there's a lot of comics out there who are very happy doing what what you do as a, as a purist and, like, just making a great living or having a great time being a comic. That there are guys we both know who are, like... Who are not oh, actors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Totally. Yeah, yeah. Who just who are like, nah, I don't give a fuck about no, that. No, 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 I'm I'm wanting I want all of it. Oh. All the everything that this life has to offer me, I want to throw myself. But you're a great type. How do you not audition more then? Because I thought it was choice from you that you didn't want to do it. No. The only thing I voided from auditioning from early and when I did have an agent for a short time, uh was commercials. I wouldn't do the commercials. Yeah. And I'm not saying that because of, um, uh, oh, I, you know, that's a sellout thing or whatever. Uh, uh, I wasn't in, in I, my thing that I was building, I can't do the other. You can't also sell Pedialyte? I can't. I could sell Pedialyte because a lot of my friends are alcoholics. Yes, but they don't... I don't think Pedialyte sees it that way. That's what I'm no, talking I know, about. I know what you meant. I know what you meant. That's yeah, what yeah. I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. would totally love to do a Jason Rouse style hangover cure-all Pedialyte, not just for babies, but for big boys. For babies who can't handle their alcohol. Yeah, exactly. You know, you're thinking about sober guy to AA meeting. Yeah. Everyone's sitting in a circle. Cigarettes they're going through all the, Yeah, they're all... They're thinking, they're all quit. And he goes, I think I'm back. And they go, oh, shit. And another guy pulls out a Mickey. And they go, no one's going to be hungover. Yeah, so I can see that that would not be on brand with no, Pedialyte. No, when you're selling baby care products and um, I'm yelling Mr. Shit Whiskers for no reason yeah. into the microphone before they should go action. Yeah, there's a whole other bunch of baggage. But um, No, you're right, because they want to make sure that, you're, that you as a person are not going to be detrimental to the brand. Yes. Yeah, of course. That so, your image does not conflict and, with the image that they've created. Yeah. And the only uh, opportunities I was getting were 
stare up uh, uh, um, parodies of myself, the drug dealer, the uh, uh, um, murderer, things like that in yeah. a commercial ad when I rather put that same energy and do something like a feature film. For sure. You know what you should have been, though? I'll tell you, because I played this and you would have been much better. A criminal. Yes. So I did a, a a spot that I that I haven't thought about in years that it was about about it was an electric company or something and it was about how people steal copper. Yeah. You know, and, and a it, lot of drug addicts. Yeah. And I uh, played meth. yeah. And I played I, I don't think I was ever I thin enough to be a, a meth head. Yeah. But yeah, but but it was just a still, it was sort of me on a stoop, like my life's not going well. I guess that's what I looked like to them. And um <laughs> My friend went for an audition for a vampire movie, and they said no makeup for this guy. He looked very vampiric. I love it. But by the way, that's a compliment because vampires are sex symbols now. This was a meth head who's stealing copper for blow, yeah. blowies, you know, blowing for copper. Blowing for copper. Yeah. I think it was in a Don Knotts movie. Yeah, that was a comedy tour. Don Blowing Knotts did. for copper. Blowing for copper. <laughs> <laughs> he played a blacksmith with a, a problem. Yeah. Just Blowing like, hammer away. <laughs> Yeah, he's getting out there. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, I don't know. So like, there. But every now and then, I would play uh, like a criminal. But that yeah. wasn't what the breakdown was. That's what I remember. They were just like, yeah. But you're preferred. You've got. You've worked with these people before. They know what they're going to get. You're professional. They rather do that. You probably know thirty guys that could play the role better than you. Yeah, but for most sure. Most of them won't show up on time. Yeah, you're probably right. You're it's probably simple right. as that. Yeah. You know how many fucking guys? Oh no, no, that that's the thing. It's like it's a, the old argument for people in, in in show business is like, hey, you know, you, you, Jason, you're playing a cop. I got a real cop that could do this part, and you're like, yeah, man, but that real cop is only going to be good for about twenty minutes, and we have to be on set for twelve hours. Yes, yeah. that's why we cast Jason. Yeah, most definitely, most definitely. That's uh, uh, there's so many other gears and mechanism like. With film and TV, I hate being on. I don't want to. I'll sink my own ship, yeah. but to have uh, to be subjected to the uh, mechanics of what it takes to make a movie or a TV show. Oh, it's brutal. It's crazy. Yeah, it's really. It's crazy. Too yeah. many cooks for me, and I get some people are very key elements in the outcome of the project. Yeah, but it always seems like there's a bunch of more people. Uh. uh Trying to stay important to, I don't know. See, I, I don't know what I'm doing. No, but that's how commercials are because, like, if you think about at every level, by the way, when money is involved, everybody wants to say if they're contributing, right? So when you do a commercial, that's how you, you keep have, your job. Yeah, you, well, you, keep, have to, you have to say, why was that guy worth it? Yes. Why did we, why are you a part of this team? It can get a little crab in a bucket at time and spin out. Well, they all How many times have you seen people cry on set? To be honest, well, I've seen it happen, but I think more. <laughs> from- See, I'd start laughing. You'd be your sympathy. This poor lady's having a. Uh, I don't know why I'd assume it was a woman. Was it a woman or a man? I just say it. It was two kinds. I don't know the gender All in 2021. Right. <laughs> I don't know what they identify as. Lift up her tail and take a look. But you. I thought you were gonna say, I almost thought you I swear I thought you were gonna say lift up her tail and take a sniff. No, that's rude. No. Okay. From a distance. Um but they uh I think that when you 
you you want to contribute in a way like you want your voice heard in in those groups. So I always think commercials are hard because everybody has a specific idea. Let's say it's the Pedialyte stuff, right? And then there's 10 people and they have the spots only like 15 seconds long. Yeah. So it's like, you know, where it's like you can pick your battles as a director, as a producer, you go great. So like in this scene, maybe you're going to, we'll do it your way and then maybe my way, we'll, we'll figure it out over here. The commercial, there's only the one scene. So you have 10 people arguing about does he hold the cup in his left hand or his right hand and you go well the right says about the it's just like it reminds me of remember those clear plastic diagrams that you'd put on top of each other yeah so there's these very distinct pieces yes these all have to go together we can't they have to fit yeah you can't remove one you can't remove one listen bill's being a problem uh we gotta no no because then it doesn't make sense when you layer it Wait. I hate that. I'm sure. By the way, I'm still thinking about my my top five. Oh, great! Yes, it's not. It is a comedy. I would say. I would say Jamie. I, you know what? I like people that have. <clears throat> they can do who are multi talented. Yeah, that's that Martin Short thing we were talking about. Which I love, Marty Short. I love people that do it all. Who's the guy from the Fat Boy Slim video? Oh, Chris Walken. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Ooh, baby. Wow. Okay. There's a girl in the lobby after my show. Yeah. Walking. Happened to be in town. Brought in halfway during my show. No one sees. He waits for everyone to leave to yeah. say how behind of me at the end of the show. Yeah. And he's distracted by a waitress that's clearly caught his eye. Jason, I just want to say, you're very tough. Wow. Oh, look at the dumper on that. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for doing dumper. Dumper. Uh, Jonathan, thanks for being on the show. Dude, thanks for having me. Uh, where can people find you? Uh, on Instagram, at Jonathan Kite, K-I-T-E, mm -hmm. and then Twitter. And uh, on Netflix, Dad, Stop Embarrassing Me right now. Reruns, <laughs> Two Broke Girls. And then uh, Modoc is a show that I'm on on Hulu, which is uh, from the Robot Chicken people. Oh. With Pat Oswald. So that just dropped. Is it voice stuff? Yeah, it's voiceover. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Uh, We got stop animation? Yeah, it's stop animation. It's I love so it. fucking funny. I love and it's it. for Marvel people. It's a comic book, and it's the villain, MODOK. Mm -hmm. And Pat Oswald plays him as like this sort of deadbeat dad. He's a, it's amazing. So that season one just dropped, and hopefully we'll get a second season. Very cool. Uh, once again, this has been uh, the Jason Rouse safe word video podcast my guest very funny i wish i could spend the luxury of going through the laundry list of voices and characters that i you do so well thank you i love it Thanks, it makes man. me giddy it's almost as giddy as like uh when i see tom green and harlem williams together oh so funny you know it's skittles and laughs as far as the eye can see it's like a magic trick and you got shows this weekend i'm at um Sunset Strip in Austin tonight and tomorrow, uh, 7 p.m. show. And I'm at the Vulcan tonight as well, 7.30. Yeah, that's going to rock. That's going to rock. You got a, a heavy Austin uh, calendar over the next few days. So if you're in town, uh, go see Jonathan and uh, have your mind blown. Thanks, man. Dude, Thank you, always. Buddy. Thank you, brother. My Good pleasure. You, my man. Until we have a safe word, we will not stop. Have you ever thought what it would be like to see a